Lord God, we are so grateful to be here one more time on this first Sunday of May 2021. God, we bless you right now, God. We lift your name in this place, God. We extol you in this place, God. We say hallelujah to your name in this place, God. Glory to your name in this place, God. Honor and glory unto you in this place, God. Worship is yours today, God. Praise is yours today, God. We bless your name today, God. Have your way in this service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Our scripture text, our scripture text today comes from the book of Luke, the gospel of Luke, the gospel of Luke chapter 19, the gospel of Luke chapter 19, starting at the 37th verse, the gospel of Luke chapter 19, starting at the 37th verse. It is our custom that we stand in reverence to the word of God, not to the preacher, but to the word. And we're asking right now that if you're able to stand, stand in reverence, in reverence to the word of God. That's Luke chapter 19, the gospel of Luke chapter 19, starting at the 37th verse. And it reads, And when he was come nigh, even now at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen. I feel like y'all missed that. Let, 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 me, let, let me go back. Let me, let me go back. And when he was come nigh, even now at the descent of Mount Olives, the whole multitude of disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, <clears throat> saying, Blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees, from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. And he answered and said unto them, I tell you that if you or these should hold their peace, that the stones would cry out immediately. The word of God is already blessed. I don't know about you, but I don't want no rock crying out in my place. Come on, come on, come on. Me and 
say amen. Oh, come on. You can do better than that. Let the church say amen. Those who are on streaming with us, you can chat amen or text amen so that we'll know that you are with us this morning. Welcome once again to this, the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, uh, the birthplace of gospel music. We are so grateful that you are here today, and we are grateful for those of you who have tuned in this morning. As Minister King has already said, uh, we invite you to like our page, our Facebook page, and also whatever the click thing is on YouTube. we want you to do that as well. We are so excited about your presence here uh, this morning. want to say that we are excited. Uh, as this week, we have a lot going on this week in ministry. I just want to b- briefly mention a couple of things. You, the members of our faith community are aware of our pastoral town hall meeting this coming Friday at 6 p.m. We will only be in the building for one hour as we continue to do our due diligence as relates to this pandemic. Uh, well, that's the hope we will only be here for an hour for that gathering. And it's an opportunity for you to raise questions. I have asked questions and get it from the proverbial horse's mouth. I be the horse, just in case you don't know. And so we are excited. Uh, We have a lot of things that we want to share on this coming Friday as well. We want to also mention that we have been invited to participate with the Monumental Baptist Church of Chicago, May uh, 16th at 1.30 p.m. as they celebrate their 102nd, 102nd anniversary. And so we are privileged to have this opportunity 
opportunity uh, to preach. It will be an outside event in their parking lot. They're going to have a tent, and we are excited to be there. So as soon as we come out of worship on uh, the 16th, we'll be going right down the way uh, to Monumental to celebrate with them. Also want to make mention next Sunday. Next Sunday is Mother's Day. Amen. That's the day y'all don't ever forget. Praise the Lord. And I understand why. And we at Ebenezer will be honoring every woman in our church, every person, every woman in our church uh, on next Sunday. And so the deacons, along with the brotherhood um, brothers, have come together to do something special, which will be scheduled for next Sunday. Now, if you are going to be watching uh, any of our members are going to be watching online as you typically do and not ready really to come out yet. We will put your stuff to the side. Uh, we may have everything that we're looking for here on Friday so we can distribute it then as well. Uh, but please, 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 it's for every woman of the church, every woman of the church. Uh, and we can't do, well, I'm going to take so-and-so. Can't do that. We're going to give it to every woman of the church. You know how we like to get, you know, I need a program for five other people. We're not going to do that, but we want to make certain that we are honor all mothers and all girls in our church. Amen. Oh, come on. Y'all ain't excited about Mama Day. Y'all not excited about Mother's Day, whether your mother is here or not. We will honor, honor our mothers. Also, we are happy to have with us um, in our sanctuary, uh, taking pictures. You all have seen her. There she is over there. Uh, Taylor is here from the New York Times. She is taking pictures of Ebenezer inside and out uh, as they are going to be doing a story and they're uh, doing some work with other uh, entities in the city about reopening and how we're doing that uh, in this pandemic as we are pulling back slightly uh, from all of the restrictions. And so she is here. So uh, we pray that she will and certainly enjoy the service. I know you're working, but, you know, we working too, so we still can praise the Lord even while we're working. Amen. 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 Let us continue uh, on. And we're, oh, I know there's one other thing I want to mention. Please save the date. Save the date. What date is that? August 7th. August 7th. That is our vendor fair at Ebenezer. Amen. Uh, uh, we're going to have the biggest vendor fair that we have ever had. The biggest vendor fair we have ever had. And so in order to do that, we need to come together and work together along with the outreach uh, ministry. Outreach is just that. We're going to be outreaching with our vendor fair, but we're also going to be reaching out to our community. There are some things that we have planned that we want to do uh, as we seek uh, to engage the Bronzeville community. Amen. So save the date, August 7th. Save the date, August 7th. Amen. Amen. Let us continue with worship this morning as our music ministry comes at this time. Thank you. 
so that we may continue to do kingdom business in this place. We pray now for the gift and the giver in Jesus' name. Amen. is open. I'm going to invite you, if you'd like, to just stand. We're not going to invite you to the altar, but we invite you to stand. For those of you who are watching online, we invite you to our virtual altar call at this time. Uh, There are many, 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 many names on our list that we want to remember. Um, First, praying for my wife who flew uh, last evening to Mississippi to be with her dad. He's doing okay, uh, and his wife down there, uh, but she's relayed a message to me that they are doing okay, but they are tired. And so we're lifting them in prayer. We're lifting um, my mother-in-law, Bernita Pearson, in prayer, who's in a facility here in Chicagoland, uh, who is doing okay as well. I went to go be able to see her uh, last week. And uh, I was pleased that when she saw me, uh, she recognized me. And I was happy about that. And for those of you who know what I'm talking about, uh, that was a, a a great, great treat that she would recognize me. Now, it could be for many reasons she recognized me, but I'm glad she recognized me. I uh, want to continue to pray for Deacon Maurice Sibley, uh, who is requiring and asking for prayer. His daughter, Sister Marlena Jackson, is here with us this morning. Um, we're lifting up caregivers this morning as well. We know that that is a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous responsibility. I can't get no help here. Has anybody ever been a caregiver? Anybody ever know what it's like to care for somebody 24-7, seven days a week? 
Uh, we got to list them in prayers. Uh, Willie, Willie Grant, we're continuing to pray for Willie Grant. We're p- p- continuing to pray for our brother, Kenneth Sexton. We are praying for Christine Brown, Eloise Davis, and Minnie Peggs. Lifting in prayer, Janie Burns, Al Burton, uh, Mary Burton, Shirley Anderson, who was in the hospital this week but is back home. Uh, praying for Grace Lee, Deacon James Smith, uh, Reverend Mary Alice Gray Grant, Imogene McCray, uh, Virgiline Daniels, Mary Sumter, uh, Andre Green, Lindsay Mayfield. We're praying for, we're praying for. I have more names on the list. More names on the list this morning. Continue to pray for Mary Alexander, Sarah Billups this morning. Uh, Mentioned Eloise Davis, who's in St. Bernard Hospital. Let us go to God in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, we are grateful for this day. And God, we come at this moment, at this hour, to lift these names before you. For God, we know you to be a healer and a sustainer. And so, God, we're asking, oh God, that you would have mercy. Have mercy, O God, on the names that have been called. Have mercy, O God, on the names that haven't been called. Those who have continued or continually being impacted by this pandemic. Those who have gone through uh, the pandemic but yet still have residual effects in their lives, O God. And for them, this is not over. We're lifting them in prayer. We're lifting, O God, those persons in prayer who are trying to get good information about whether they should take the shot, O God. We know, O God, that our that taking the shot will give us a shot to be able to get back together again. And so, God, we are asking that people will do their due diligence, oh God, so they can make the best decision for themselves. God, we're praying and thanking you, oh God, for those persons who have pressed their way to the house of prayer today, those who have not been in this building for almost a year. We're thanking you, God, for those who have gathered here in faith. And we're not forgetting those who are on our stream. Those who are on our YouTube stream and our Facebook live page, uh, we are thankful for them and we lift them to your care, oh God. Somebody that's watching right now is looking for a breakthrough. Somebody, oh God, is looking for resources right now in the name of Jesus. Somebody's heart is broken, oh God. Someone is still dealing with grief, oh God, and sadness, oh God. Somebody's mind right now needs to be regulated, God. They're fighting through depression, oh God, and maybe at the precipice of giving up right now, oh God. And so, God, we ask that you would have mercy on them right now. We're lifting up Ebenezer right now, oh God. We're lifting up our church, oh God. We know, God, that you are not through with us yet. And so, God, we ask that you would instill in us, oh God, a heart to love and to embrace and to be kind to one another, oh God, as we do kingdom building in this place and in this space oh God. We want to make a difference, oh God, right here in this community, right here on this corner, God. Help us, oh God, in kingdom building. God, we are grateful. We are grateful, oh God. We're grateful, God, for those who are visiting with us for the first time. 
And we pray, oh God, that something that might be uttered, something that might be sung, will speak to the needs of those who have gathered in faith. God, we shout hallelujah. We shout praise the Lord. We shout you are worthy. You are worthy to be praised. Somebody said he woke me up this morning and he started me on my way and he allowed me, oh God, to to come into the house of prayer one more time. And for that, oh God, we say thank you. Thank you, God, because we recognize that you didn't have to do it. But because of your grace and your mercy, you allowed our days to roll on just a little while longer. God, we say thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We're always asking you for things. But, God, we have to remember to say thank you. We got to remember to express our gratitude because you are you have been better to us than we have been to ourselves. So we say thank you. We say thank you, God. Thank you for your grace and thank you for your mercy. Thank you for waking a way for us. Thank you, God, for allowing us to see a brand new day. God, we lift now this prayer on the wings of the morn. Place it before thy seat. So the all-wise God, we pray, and for his sake we do pray. And all of God's people said, Amen. Thank <laughs> you. 
Jeffrey Burris for his ministry and music. He has been with us 
all this past year and we are grateful for what he is doing. Amen. I want to invite your attention once again to the text, Luke, the 19th chapter, beginning with verse 37, reading to verse 40. When he came near the place where the road goes down in the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. The word of God for the people of God and all of God's people said, amen. I want to talk from the subject muted. Muted. You've got to unmute yourself. During this last year, we have all been immersed in a lot of terms that were not previously a part of our vocabulary, from antibodies to herd immunity, from remote working to distance learning, from social distancing to quarantining, from PPE to vaccine efficacy, from immunocompromise to intubation, from comorbidities to community spread. Over this last year, all of us have been immersed in a lot of terms that were not previously a part of our vocabulary. And one of the more common phrases we have have learned to use is this one, unmute yourself. In the midst of all of our Zoom meetings, Google meetups and hangouts, uh, our go-to meetings and Microsoft Teams, many of us have said to others or have had others say to us, unmute yourself. For it's what people say to you when your video conference, when your video conferencing and your mouth is moving, but your words cannot be heard. It's how you concretely connect and engage fully uh, in the conversation before you. And you know, as I contemplated our new reality, it occurred to me that there is perhaps a greater challenge and responsibility upon us because as people of faith and conscience, we each need to consciously make the decision that we will no longer live our lives on mute. Indeed, there is a cruel and crushing conspiracy between terrible, avoidable, and unnecessary suffering and incredible, indifferent, disconnected, and dispassionate silence. In other words, too many people are muted about too many things. 
unmute yourself, Ebenezer, and talk about the ongoing interference of Russia and Iran in our national politics. Unmute yourself and, and talk about the undeclared war taking place in cyberspace with digital weapons and virtual warriors. Talk about the suppression of freedom in Hong Kong, the undermining of independence in Myanmar, about the economic woes of Haiti. Talk about the vulnerable children separated from their families at our southern border, about the rising domestic violence around the globe. Unmute yourself and talk about the rise of extremist groups and their antagonism towards minorities about the suffering masses in El Salvador and Guatemala and Honduras, about impoverished ghettos scattered across the world without adequate housing and water and food and medicine and clothing that become a recruitment station for terrorism. Speak out loud, Ebenezer, about the abiding unrest in Israel the continuing tensions in Palestine on the West Bank. Take the mute off and address the inequities and our lack of access to health care and treatment during a global pandemic with hospitalization and mortality of black and brown people is double that of our white counterparts. Take the mute off and converse about the immoral devaluation of black lives and how it's ingrained in our political and social economy about the unprecedented pace of mass incarceration fueled by private prisons that are designed for profit. Unmute yourself and talk about Talk about the wealth gap that was and is funded by governmental policies that allows African-Americans to comprise 13% of the population, but only receive 3% of loans and credit lines. Unmute yourself and let's discuss judicial and public policy reform, the need to recognize racism as a public health crisis that mandates a federal response and about prison labor supported by public dollars for private purposes. Take the mute off and talk out loud to the 40 states, 40 states who even now have rolled back the Jim Crow clock and put forth more than 200 bills designed to restrict the right to vote and access to the ballot box. Speak out loud about millions of people incarcerated for nonviolent marijuana offenses, languishing in prison while others are now making millions upon millions doing legally what they did previously. Unmute yourself and let's talk about food insecurity. 
and the cold, callous grip of poverty right here in our country about infants who suffer from malnutrition, low birth weight babies whose parents neglected or could not afford adequate prenatal care. Let's talk about the epidemic of teenage suicide about neglected and woeful children, children you can't hurt because they've never been hugged, children you can't punish because they've never been praised, children that can't be developed because they've never been disciplined, children you can't kill because they never really lived. Let's talk about white supremacy and domestic terrorism. Let's talk about them parading boldly in our streets and even get this, storm the nation's capital. And we are mute. We are exposed to nuclear contamination and toxic waste, and we are mute. Pandemics pervert, pervade our communities, and we are mute. People are starving and homeless and hungry and helpless, and we are silent. Our schools are on the skids. A year of learning loss, and we are mutes. Seniors are being neglected, forgotten, and deserted, and we are silent. People are afraid of dictators, derelicts, addicts, and despots. Afraid sometimes even of their own children. Afraid of those who don't care what they have to do to get the things they believe they cannot live without. Today is a good day, Ebenezer, to take the mute off. For it was the revered Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., wonderful Morehouse man, who once, and Alpha, who once declared that the world is being destroyed not so much by the vitriolic words of bad people as it is by the appalling silence of good people. Edwin Burke wrote, the only thing necessary for evil to triumph in the earth is for good people to say nothing and do nothing. And you know, you don't have to sell dope or sniff coke. You don't have to rob anybody, exploit anybody, undercut anybody, steal from anybody, or embezzle anything. Just sit on your hands, hold your peace, and join the conspiracy of silence. And wickedness, wickedness will win. Evil will triumph. People will be destroyed and the devil will get the victory. Today is a good day for you to take the mute off. Today, I wish we would internalize that text in James 1 and 22 in, in our hearts. Be ye doers of the word and not hear us only. I wish, I wish above all things that every woman on this stream or in this building would take seriously our collective responsibility to reach and teach our girls to educate them about their heritage and their hope and their promise and their possibility to provide for them, Ebenezer, places and spaces where they can never 
gravitate and we can educate and recreate and motivate them towards the destiny for which they have been created. I wish that every man could act on our collective responsibility to provide positive role models, father figures, and masculine images for our growing boys, to touch their lives with love, their hearts with hope, and their minds with enlightenment and empowerment and understanding. I wish that every church everywhere would maintain that same tenacity and veracity that we have tapped during this pandemic to address issues of hunger and human suffering in our communities. That every member of every church, every mosque, every temple everywhere would give up their money and minutes to help the least, the lost, the last, the looked over, and the left behind who are among us that every person of faith would match their talk with their walk, their words with their work, their excitement with their effort, and their praises with their productivity, that everyone who calls on the name of God everywhere would pledge themselves to leave this world a better place than they found it. Today is a good day to unmute yourself, to take the mute out. However, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, ours is not merely a negative campaign to defeat evil, but a positive program to promote good, advance justice, and to glorify God. Our purpose is not merely to tear down Satan's stronghold, but to build up God's kingdom. And therefore, we must declare the goodness of God and the hope that is present in Jesus Christ. The power available through the Holy Spirit to be witnesses in this world, not only against sin in the world, but for the Savior of the world. So now, it's a good time to take the mute off. Joseph of Arimathea took the dead body of Jesus down from the cross and wrapped it in a linen shroud. He, he put spices in the folds of the shroud and, and laid the inanimate corpse of Christ in a brand new rock-hewn tomb in his very own garden. You see, Jesus was treated better in death than he had ever been treated in life. While he lived, while he lived, he had nowhere to lay his head. But when he died, he got an aristocrat's tomb. Though Joseph was a member, Joseph was a member of the high court that condemned Jesus, there is no clue, there is no hint, there is no insinuation that he ever lifted one bony finger or spoke one supportive word 
in Jesus' behalf. Joseph, you see, is the late benefactor who gave Jesus a tomb after he died, but remained voiceless and mute while Jesus was still alive. You see, beloved, too often we wait too late to pay our tribute, to bring our flowers, to light our candles, to, to lay our teddy bears at the place of violence and express our gratitude. For you know and I know that we will fly all the way across country to attend somebody's funeral, and yet we will not send them a text, an email, or a direct message of encouragement or support while they are alive. Oh, y'all don't hear me this morning. I got the wrong crowd this morning. We, we will stretch people out in expensive caskets and intern them in lavish graves, graves, make of their names a national hashtag and post it everywhere after they die. But won't offer them a cup of cold water while they are yet alive. We will cry copious tears and make long orations at the funeral. But can I find it in our hearts to say, I love you. I believe in you. I thank you while they live. See, whenever, whenever anybody dies, everyone, Brother Dana wants to get on the program and, and extend the service three and a half hours while they talk about how much they respected and honored and revered the loved and loved the dead, but, but they didn't tell them anything positive or constructive or supportive while they were yet alive. Nobody wants to go to the bedside and keep company with the departing while they are alive, but, but we make our long resolutions over the dead while neglecting to say, I love you while they are living. I heard this story, story told of a woman who visited a crowded funeral parlor and jammed in every single corner were mourners. Every corner was filled with flowers. And in walked this woman, holding in her hands a huge pot of steaming chicken noodle soup. She walked straight down the main aisle, past the family dressed in black, and, and set that soup at the head of the casket, while copiously crying out, Poor Ed, I brought him his favorite soup. And he can't even eat it. The family became incredulously indignant. And they stopped crying and became extremely upset and angry. And finally one stood up and said to the sister, how dare you desecrate the solemnity of this occasion? How dare you break up the dignity of death? How dare you come strolling up in this funeral home with this suit? You know Ed is dead. You know Ed can't eat that soup. And that sister whirled around 
and said, if Ed can smell your flowers, Ed can eat my soup. You got to get that because here is the point, my friends. We should give people their soup, their flowers, and their praises while they are alive. If you treat people right while they're alive, then you don't have to put on a floor show after they die. Joseph waited too late. He was muted too long. Unmute yourself and tell the oppressed that this is our father's world and that he will make it all right. Tell the victims of injustice everywhere that the prophet Amos has already declared that justice will one day roll down like waters and righteousness like a mighty string. Tell the hurting and the hopeless and the homeless victims of war across the globe. Just hold on to hope because it's on the way. Peace will one day prevail. People will one day beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks and study war no more. Tell those who desire deliverance. That if the Son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Get off mute and tell the sick among us that he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, that the chastisement of your peace was put upon him so that with his stripes you can be healed. Tell those who are caught up in self and stuck in their own self-importance that God's will will be done. God's kingdom will come. That every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Unmute yourself. Say to those who walk in despair and sit in darkness that weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. The wicked must cease from troubling, and the weary will be at rest. Unmute yourself, because the truth of the matter is not everybody can be a witness. Oh, y'all didn't hear that. Not everybody can talk about God's goodness. Not everybody has surrendered to the power and love and grace of Jesus Christ. Some people can't talk because they ain't got nothing to talk about. Some people have never thought, never thought about God's goodness. Some people have never been filled with the Holy Spirit, and therefore they must stay silent. They have to hold their peace because they ain't got nothing to say. Because they ain't seen nothing, they ain't heard nothing, they haven't felt nothing, and they ain't been through nothing. They ain't got nothing. Everybody can't speak authoritatively on every subject. Everybody cannot speak with convincing credibility about the grace of God and the love of Christ and the fellowship and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit. Everybody can't sing about God's amazing grace because they don't know whether or not they've been saved or converted or born again. 
They don't know deeply in their hearts that their sins have already been forgiven, that Jesus Christ, through his cross, has reconciled them to God. It's been, it's been more than a year, but I like <coughs> what one pastor said. <coughs> he said, I'm in a pandemic, but I've decided to make this a plandemic. I'm planning for my future. I'm planning my path. I'm planning my breakthrough. I'm planning my overflow. I'm planning my victory. I tithe because it's part of the plan. I serve because it's part of the plan. I forgive because it's part of the plan. And I sacrifice because it's a part of the plan. I pray because it's part of the plan. And I praise him because it's part of the plan. Psalms 107.2 says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Any redeemed folk in the building today? Any redeemed folk on the stream today? Because if you've been redeemed, you can't keep silent. Because silent affirmation is not acceptable. Voiceless verification is not an option. Get off mute and talk out loud. You know, one of the things that I've missed this year with this pandemic was the opportunity to talk trash with my friends about our football teams. The pandemic shut that thing down. But now I'm feeling kind of good about my football team. That pandemic shut it down. But, but during previous seasons, every time we got together after church on Sunday, we would talk all kind of trash about who was going to win how much better one team was over the other. And it happened every single week because, get this, if you are a fan, watch this, whether your team is winning or not, you still talk trash. Well, let me tell you something. If you are a fan of God, if you're a friend of God, isn't it about time for you to do some trash talking about God? When you consider all that God has done for you, all that God has brought you through, all that God has delivered you from and kept you in, isn't it time you talk a little trash about God? Take the mute off, Ebenezer. Talk about his goodness. Talk about his mercy. Talk about his faithfulness. Talk about his grace. Get off mute and talk about he keeps on doing great things for me. Tell them that every time I turn around, he's making a way out of no way. Tell somebody he looked beyond my faults and saw my need. Tell somebody if it had not been, I said if it had not been, for the Lord on my side, I don't know where I would be. The Bible says in Luke, the 19th chapter, 
that the Pharisees, some of the Pharisees from among the multitudes said, Master, rebuke your disciples. They talking too much trash. Tell them to go home. Tell them to keep silent. Who were these Pharisees? They were not strangers, enemies, or outsiders, but they were members of the multitude. They were right there in the crowd. Can I tell you something this morning? I need to stop right there because some of the greatest, the greatest enemies of the church are already in the church. You see, the truth is, it's not the folks on the outside, but it's the hypocrites on the inside that keep the church as weak and confused as sometimes it appears. Because it's going to shock you, but everybody don't attend church to praise God. Everybody doesn't attend church to lift up the name of Jesus. And everybody doesn't show up to advance the kingdom of God. Some people come to be quiet. Others come to keep you quiet, to push your mute button, to cool, cool your heart, to put out your fire. And, and they look at you funny when you say amen. The Pharisees said, tell them to go on mute. This is a dignified place. This is a sophisticated gathering. We are educated people. We are yuppies. We are buppies. We are upperly mobile middle class members of the black bourgeoisie. Tell them to put it on mute. Don't sing so loud. Tell the preacher, don't talk so loud. Tell the deacons to sit dignified and quiet. But Jesus said, if these hold their peace, if the keyboards are clicking, if their hands are not waving behind the computer or in front of the television set, if their tears are not flowing, if their hands are not clapping, if their feet are not patting, if their mouths are not speaking, uh, the rocks uh, and the stones uh, will immediately cry out uh, because there will uh, be a witness in this place. Uh, there will uh, be a testimony on this day. Uh, there will be joy in the fellowship because it's impossible. I said it's impossible to stop true believers from praising God. Don't you know uh, that it's impossible to silence one who has been truly born again? It's impossible to stop somebody whom God has blessed from saying thank you, Lord. Because let me tell you something. They are not shouting because the choir sang good. They are not shouting because the pastor is preaching right. They are shouting because God has blessed them, because God has lifted them, because God made a way for them, 
You can't stay quiet when God moves in, when God touches you, when God delivers you, when God has his hand on you. Don't you know uh, you can't hold your peace uh, because the rocks are going to cry out. The trees will talk. Uh, the rivers will ring. Uh, the heavens will shout. Uh, unmute yourself. Uh, don't let a rock talk for you. Let those uh, that refuse to sing uh, who never knew our God uh, but children uh, of the heavenly king just Speak his praise abroad. If you got a story, tell it. If you got a keyboard, type on it. If you got a trumpet, then you blow it. If you got a song, then you sing it. If you got an emotion, post it. If you got a hope, declare it. If you got a fire, let that thing burn. If you got a light, let it shine. Unmute yourself. Take the mute off. Because I don't know how you feel about it. But I will be heard. For as long as I live, everywhere I go, Everyone I see, I'm unmuted today because I want you to know that he, he made a way. Do you hear what I'm saying? Uh, he made a way and I'm standing here because he made a way. I'm standing here. I'm preaching here. I'm shouting here just because uh, he made a way. Is there a witness in the house? Uh, he made a way. When our backs were against the wall uh, and it looked as if life was over, he made a way. And we're standing here. Uh, we're standing here only because uh, he made a way. Uh, is there a witness in the house? Uh, he made a way. I'm standing here. I'm standing here because he, uh, he, uh, he made a way. Yes, he did. Get off mute. Get off mute. Yes, he did. He made a way. He made a way. He made a way. You're sitting there. I said you're sitting there because he made a way. When your back was against the wall, you made it only because he made a way. The word of God for the people of God and all of God's people said, amen, amen. 
we're going to open the doors of the church. Perhaps there's someone here. Perhaps there's someone here that recognizes, that recognizes that they need the Lord. You've been silent too long. And what I want you to understand, Ebenezer, there's too much for us to do. Oh, y'all don't hear me. We ain't got time for no foolishness when we got people dying in our streets right outside our doors. We ain't got time for foolishness when they're trying to strip away the rights that so many of us have worked so hard, bled and died to have. So we're asking you to join with us here at Ebenezer. The doors of the church open. Perhaps, perhaps you are coming from a different church. Perhaps you have not been active in the church and you are looking for a place to call home. I would be honored to be your pastor. I would be honored to be the shepherd of your soul. I would be so humbled to stand in the gap in prayer with you. We're extending an invitation to you right now to join with us here at Ebenezer. You can come by letter, by Christian experience. Just come. If you are watching via the stream and you have been moved and you have been touched by the word, we're asking just send us your email address and let them know that you want to be a part of Ebenezer and one of our deacons, when our church clerks will follow up with you. However you come, I want you to know that you are welcome in this place. Oh no, let me tell you something in the advance. We are not a perfect church, but this is a church that's perfect for you. And we are all on our journey together. If you are so able, let us pray as we invite those who might want to come make that commitment. We're opening the doors of the church. Is there one? Is there one? Amen. Speak to my heart. Come on, Jeffrey. If you have not had an opportunity to get the elements as we celebrate communion, just raise your hand and we will make certain that you just raise your hand. Speak to my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speak to my heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speak. Yeah. 
Is there anyone else that needs to get the elements? Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you today. We thank you for your sacrifice. We thank you for your saving power and for your amazing grace. God, we would ask that these elements might become for us your body that was broken for us and your blood that was shed for us. God, we ask if there's anything in our hearts or our minds right now at this moment that would cause us to drink damnation to our souls, remove it, God. Remove it right now in the name of Jesus. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. And all of God's people said, amen. On the night in which he was betrayed, he took the bread. He said, this is my body, which was broken for you. As often as you eat this, you do this in remembrance of me. Take, eat to your conference. And in like manner, he took the cup, this cup of blessings that represented his blood that was shed for us. As often as you drink this, you do so in remembrance of me. Drink ye all of it to your comfort.
tonight if you just look to the hills from whence cometh your help your help comes from the Lord I need you like the ocean needs the water or it will run dry I need you like the many stars above Meets the setting on the sky. I need you like tomorrow needs the hours of today to pass by. Lord, I need you more than ever. So hear my humble Mic check, mic check, mic check, mic check, mic check, mic check, mic check. A black one. Oh, one of those? Mic check, mic check. The I need thee. I need Anybody need a blessing here tonight? 
in the service, so sit down real quickly. Before we go crazy, sit down real quickly. Come on, before you just lose your mind, just sit down real quickly before you just start shouting and before everybody just starts acting crazy. Sit down real quickly. Come on, just sit down. We got to move on in the service. Yeah. Lord, I've searched far and I've been trying to find a love like yours. But in my searching, I've discovered that you were the only true I'm tired of Is there a witness in the house I'm tangled up in Jesus Oh yeah He's all I That's my testimony that he's all. Yeah, you yeah. oh, 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 oh. He's all. Everything I need, he's He's 